Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. I guess there's a report out there that Damien's been released from the hospital. Is is that accurate? And um, I guess how is he doing? He's doing well, um, uh, or as well as could be as can be expected. Uh, he is out of the hospital and resting at home, and uh, seems to be in good spirits. And I just, um, as uh, on another issue, I mean, it came up last night that Josh had his shoulder examined. Um, any update on that? Is he fine? He is. Uh, he's he's certainly sore, um, but his day-to-day currently. And last thing, um, can you put your finger on really um, what I guess could be called the bewildering inconsistencies of uh, of just your, your, your of the, the your team's experiencing over the you know first couple of first six weeks? Well, I think overall, um, you know, we're continuing to find find out who we are and what we do well, and um, I think that's a that's a um, ongoing process early in the year. Um, what players, you know, fit into what roles, and um, but, you know, the inconsistency, um, I think, is we've got to figure some things out here so we can get into a better rhythm, in particular early in the game. Uh, I just want to follow up on Josh. Did you say day to day with him? Did I hear that correctly? Yes, day to day. Yeah. Is, is that the result of more scans? I, I guess Rappaport or someone had a report today that there was some additional testing done. Can you kind of go into that to any degree? I'm not. I just I don't get my information from Rappaport. I get my information from Nate Presky, our head trainer. Um, okay, so, so yeah, I'm not. What, I'm, what Nate told you? Yeah, that he's day to day. He's sore. Um, but he's going to be all right, and, and that's the information I have. So, so is there any chance he doesn't play this weekend? I, I'm not going to go into that. Um, I just like anybody else, and I respect where you're coming from. Obviously, you know Josh is who he is, and, and an important position and player on our team here. Obviously, but I just he's day to day, and um, you know at this point we'll see where that goes. All right, well, just one more from me, just to follow up on your comment on the inconsistency to John's question there. It seems like whether it's scheme or whatever, or just basic execution, the offense, the last two games anyway, has been slow to respond to whatever the opponent may be doing defensively. Is that a fair assessment of it? And to what degree is it the players on the field or maybe Ken and what he's calling and, and maybe taking time to diagnose something. And cause the second half, it, it seems to be coming together. Right. Well, I just, I think we've got to, we've got to look hard at that. Right. Um, you know, we have not gotten off to a good start the last two games. Uh, and, and so, you know, we're doing work this week 
um, to, to figure out why, what we can do to, to, to improve that because, um, you know, three and out in the first drive, I think last night, and then um, just obviously not scoring enough points <clears throat> in the last two games in particular in the first half. And I was proud of the way that they, they found a way in the second half uh, offensively we did. Um, but I think we, we can do a better job. And, and again, give credit to the Giants. But other than that, I think more than anything, we got to be more detailed. And, and, and the detail, the level of detail has got to lead to a higher level of execution for us. Hello, Sean. I was uh, wondering how much consideration you would be willing to give to someone else on your staff calling the offensive plays. Yeah, uh, zero. To that uh, end, uh, is there room for more involvement when you're looking for a spark? You have obviously some different minds of guys who have called the plays in the past and other stops. Is there anything even from, um, to reuse that word, a spark, or when you're looking for, when you say you're taking a hard look at things, what can be done from the staff or uh, adding adding some additional brain power there? Well, I'm confident in in Ken Dorsey and our offensive staff. Um, I am, and, and uh, you know, there's a lot that goes into it, putting the game plan together and calling plays and putting the players in position. I get it, um, but it's not just one one area, right? It's it's uh, when in position are you making the play, right? So there's there's a lot that goes into this, and uh, we've done some things well offensively this year. Um, of late, we've been we've been certainly uh, too inconsistent and that's that's what we have to look at here well i'll give you a chance to you know talk about what you're proud of you said there's some things that have, have happened that are that uh, that that you've done well what are what are you particularly pleased with out of your offense well i mean you know i think we're putting up when when we've done well we've put up a lot of points right you look at uh, the, the raiders game um you look at miami game we were we were in a rhythm and, and it shows you what what we're capable of offensively when we're in when we're able to establish that rhythm, and um, in particular the last two games we have not been able to get into that rhythm. Um, and so you know you look the first game we turned the ball over four three or four times there, and then we got into a rhythm in the next game, and then after that Washington it was um, kind of back and forth, um, and then um, you know you come back to the Miami game you're saying hey that's what we're capable of. And in the last two weeks we have, we've struggled, like I've said, to, to get into rhythm in the first half. How did the two uh, defensive players that dealt with some injury during the week, Greg Rousseau and Dane Jackson, make it out of Sunday's game? Yeah. So Dane obviously didn't play, um, was inactive. And then uh, Greg, Greg came out uh, a little bit sore, but, uh, but he'll be, uh, at some point able to practice this week. Don't know what, what Wednesday will look like Alex at this point, but uh, we'll play, we'll take it one day at a time. Yeah. My apologies. Ed Oliver has played over 80% of the snaps the last two weeks, him in a workhorse role. How important has that been for you guys with Daquan Jones out? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's playing really well. Uh, had a couple of plays this weekend, uh, yesterday, last night that he would want back. Um, it's just, just goes to show you like you got to continue to evolve, grow and work on techniques and, um, and I love the fact that he's doing that weekly now. Hey, Sean, um, I know uh, Spencer and Cam both <clears throat> left the game yesterday and came back in. Any updates on those two guys and anyone else from the game injury-wise that's that's worthy of an update here? Yeah, Cam uh, is day-to-day, -day and Spencer, you know, went back into the game and, and looks fine. Um, but overall, I think Cam, more than anything, just is day-to-day -day at this point. 
I want to ask about uh, a Von Miller, uh, 25% of snaps against the Jags, went up to 35% uh, yesterday, but only one tackle so far between the two games. You know, considering what we saw with, with Trey last year, taking a while to get back to his original level of play, should the expectations for Von still be fairly gradual in terms of how long it takes before he gets back to, you know, what he's been? Well, I think that's the natural, right? That's the natural trend. And and Von is special. He's a, he's a special player, special person, special athlete, right? Knowing him, he'll be probably a little quicker than, than most, than the trend. Um, but it is a gradual, um, you know, progression, I guess you would call it the, the first year back. Dawson had mentioned yesterday that going up against the Giants, obviously Dable with a familiarity of uh, what you guys do. How much do you feel like that played into things with the way that they kind of schemed things up? Was there anything specifically that they did that you thought was particularly challenging for for your offense? Well, obviously they, you know, they did some things that they had some success success with um, in in terms of getting us or keeping us out of a rhythm in the game. But overall, it, it really boils down to our execution. And then with, you know, your offense overall, you know, Stefan uh, has had a really strong start to the season, a big part of your offense. Gabe has had a really good start as well for the most part. What's been the struggle of finding maybe that third weapon, that third consistent weapon as kind of has been kind of uh, spinning through some different options through the first six weeks of the season? Yeah, I think that's really, you know, some of the some of the, you know, deep dive we're, we're digging through now is, hey, where's the where's the, the second target? Where's the third target? Um, targeted player and who is it and, and how can we get them, um, you know, more touches or, or, you know, how can we get them open more? And, and so Steph is off to a good start. Uh, I think the report with Josh is, has been certainly obvious and noticeable by all. And, and now it's, Hey, who's, who's resource two, who's resource three. And, um, and we've got to continue to, to evolve offensively with that. Once again, it's about that time. Victory Monday. Yes, it is. And um, I know you'd watch tape today. So just give me your pros and cons in the trenches. What do you see? Well, the O-line, D-line, is that what you're talking about? O-line, D-line? Yeah, I thought I thought that I thought for most of the day, our defensive line did a really good job in the run game. Um, they did, did a good job of uh, trying to negate some of our pass rush by getting the ball out quickly or, or moving the pocket with some of the bootleg game. Um, obviously, too, because we've taken the ball away so much, and our, and our uh, defensive front has, has had production in the, in the uh, sack game. So, um, and then offensively, I thought in the fourth quarter for sure we really started running the ball well, and, uh, and that was noticeable. That good balance always, you know, solves all problems, right? But you know, Matt said it right. I mean, you could throw records out the window, players, whatever the case may be. Your first opportunity of, of going against a guy that you know. You, you've he's been on your staff, and this is the first time that someone, you know, off that staff has become a head coach. So what was that like, you know? just and It's not like practice, how you can go at each other at practice, but this is an actual game. So what was that experience like for you for the first time? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I certainly respect respect Brian Dable as a coach, and, you know, it was good competition, good healthy competition. So it was, it was fun to be a part of a great environment in Western New York. Um, just want to get clarification. I jumped into the call late, and I apologize. I know you said about everything about Damien. Did you say it was a neck sprain, or did you not go into detail specifically on that? Uh, it's a he's in the concussion protocol, and he has a neck sprain. Okay, thank you. And as far as concussion protocol is, Dalton Kincaid also still in concussion protocol. 
Yes. One question about yesterday's game. Did you consider going for two after the touchdown that puts you up four points instead of kicking the extra point to go up five? Yeah, I mean, we talk about all those situations all the time and, and consider all options that could be on the table. So, um, you know, those conversations are always ongoing. Could you walk us through what was the decision to go back to Dorian uh, yesterday uh, after, you know, you had replaced Matt against the Jaguars, but then you, you made a switch to Tyrell. Why did you go back to him and how did you think he did? Well, I, the decision to go back to him was because he's a young player that was drafted um, to, to, to help us out. Right. And so he, he uh, went out last night. I thought he did some really good things. He flew around. He, he made tackles. He made a good play in the red zone on the ball um, that was thrown to Barkley down there. And he's only going to get better. He just needs time. And, and like most young players, he's, he's raw and, and young and, um, but he works extremely hard at it. And, and um, you know, he certainly can, can run and he's a good football player overall. We just got to continue to, to work with him and, um, it's just going to take time like it, like it does for most young players. And to follow up on that, Sean, with, with Dalton, whenever he's able to make it back and Osiris and now Dorian, you know, potentially stepping into a starting role, you're, you're leaning on young players, maybe more so than you, than you have in the past. Does, does that represent any kind of shift on your part or is it all just kind of a case by case basis in the way that it's, that it's played out? Right. It, you know, it's it's certainly a case by case basis. I have no problems with young players playing, but like in all cases, Jay, you know me, playing time's earned. And uh, and so, um, you know, whoever it is, it's it's uh, it's earned and you've got to do your job and do it at a high level. And um, you're always you're always as a coach wanting that security blanket, that veteran player. But I think overall, you've got to also be open to um, grooming and developing some young players that will help you sustain some of the success that you've built. Yeah, I just want to redeem myself, Coach. I'm not sure why Dane Jackson came out of my mouth. Just asking about Shaq Lawson and how you felt his return to the field when and just the impact of he and Rousseau uh, against the run and the impact they made knowing uh, you didn't have Daquan for that game. Yeah, I mean, you, you talk about we knew that there was going to be a, you know, a heavy dose of Saquon Barkley, and I thought our defensive front, like I said, uh, um, barring a few plays, did a pretty darn good job in, in the run game. Okay, I'm going to take that and actually <laughs> ask about Dane Jackson and what is his potential availability for this week? How's he kind of look going into practice this week? Yeah, he's uh, he is also improving, um, but um, it's day-to-day at this point. And then I just wanted to ask, I know you said Damien's in good spirits and kind of gave an update on his specific injury, but have you had a chance to talk to him just more so Anything else you can say about how he's doing, how, you know, if you've got a chance to speak to him, just what that's been like. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I think he's just extremely thankful uh, to God for, you know, him being in the situation that he's in as opposed to what he was um, several hours ago on that field. So um, just really just resetting and trying to get some rest and, and uh, just slowing things down a little bit here. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.